Now, let's, re, let's recap. So this is the summer of? <laughs> I love it. This is the summer of Invincible Me. Hallelujah. And it's the summer of transformation. Yeah. And it's the summer of breakthrough. Somebody said it over here. Hallelujah. It's all true. And it's all right. Now, July is... The theme for July is, so the summer is the summer of Invincible Me, right? I like to do these things so we know where we are. And July, the theme for July is love is my superpower. Amen. Yeah, it's a pretty good theme. And last week we heard from Pastor Alex. Remember, he started off by talking about agape love, right? And tonight, if you look at your bookmarks, Adventure is out there is the theme for tonight, amen? Yeah. In light of where God is going in the month of July with love is my superpower. Amen? Is that good, everybody? We're all, now we're all caught up and we're all on the same page. So how many of you know that walking in love, because since we're talking about love is my superpower, is truly an adventure with the Lord, Right? I mean, pro most people probably in this room could raise their hand, right? If I were to ask the question, have you had an experience where loving someone, right? Yeah. Oh, we're going to go there too. Yeah. We're going to go there too. But it's an adventure. And, and God is a God of fun and adventure. Amen. He is an exciting God. And walking in love, see, we've got to be careful sometimes, you know. We have to check ourselves. I just had this thought. And we have to check our perception on things, right? And I just had this glimpse that for some people, walking in love has been a heavy where it's been more of a reminder of something that they maybe haven't done so well that they need to do better. Does that make sense? Okay. So, we, so perception is everything because we know it affects our reality, right? So this is not planned, but, but we, okay. Loving people, loving God, and loving people with the love that is in us is fun. Amen? Let's make that shift right now. If we need to make that shift, that's really where we all need to be as far as being on the same page tonight. Walking in love as directed by the Lord is so much fun. It's the best place to be. It's the best thing to do. It's the safest place to be. And it truly is an adventure. Amen? Now, sometimes in the natural, okay, in, when we're talking about natural situations, adventure sometimes has a risk element involved. You know, like if I go out into the woods, there's a risk I might get bit by a mosquito. If I walk across this log to get to the other side of the stream, there's a risk that I might fall into the water and I might get all wet and muddy, right? So in the natural, but again, we must be very careful when we are thinking about 
adventuring with the Lord because adventures with God are risk-free. Because risk has a, has a negative connotation to it. There's an element of fear involved in risk. Something bad might happen. But when God instructs us to go on this most amazing adventure of walking in love with him, there is no, it's risk-free. There is no, remember I said, it's the safest place to be. Amen? So we need to, right, we need to make sure that our perspective is in line with truth and only truth. That it's fun and it's safe and it is risk-free. There is no fear involved when God instructs us to go somewhere to do something in line with whatever it is he's asking us to do in terms of walking in love. For him, for the kingdom, amen. Right? Okay. So our found, are we, is that good? Say so walking in love is fun. Walking in love is an adventure. It's an adventure with God. It's going on a quest with God. Say walking in love is the safest place to be. Okay, good. Okay, good. That's good. Now, you already know the scriptures because we played a game tonight, hallelujah. So it's no surprise to anyone. Our foundational scripture is 1 John 4, 18. You can, we all have paper Bibles or did you all hand them back? You still got them. Okay. So 1 John 4, 18, you can go there. I'm just going to read to move through quickly. Okay, perfect. There I am. So, there is no fear in love. Okay. No fear in love. No fear. We never have to be afraid to love. Okay? Because what, are we, what kind of love are we talking about from Pastor Alex? Agape love. We're not talking about human love. When we are walking in human love, people can attest to the element of risk that's involved in that. Human love. What if I love that person and they don't love me back? That's human natural love that's human natural love the bible says there is no fear in love you do not we do not have to okay this is really important this is really important because remember creflo dollar a lot of you probably remember his metaphor with the curtain rod So love is the curtain rod and everything else, faith, hope, right? Everything else that we know as far as what it means to be a Christian hangs off of that curtain rod of love. We have to get this. Faith works by love. 
We have to get this. I'm being reminded of Kenneth Copeland right now when, I, when, he, was talking about, uh, when he was talking about love. And right away he addressed it. He addressed the thinking, I've heard this before. And his response was, no, you haven't. Unless this is already manifesting in your life, we haven't heard it to the extent that we need to hear it. There is no fear in love. Okay. But perfect love. What kind of love? Perfect love. Does it just say love? What does it say? Okay, perfect love. Cast out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, torment, okay, depending on the version you have. And whoever fears has not been perfected in love. There is no fear in love. We can trust God. But perfect love, okay, yeah, I'm taking my time with this. I kind of thought I would. Because I have four points. This is the first point. I really don't have much for two, three, and four. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So. <clears throat> okay, perfect love. Because who wants to live a life without fear? Right? Perfect love. Not love. Perfect love. Perfect love casts out. That word cast is a violent word. But we are not going to focus on casting out fear. Because that's a, yeah, okay, byproduct. That's a result, right, of the first part, which is our responsibility. So let's focus on what we are to do and trust the word to do what it is designed to do. Amen? So perfect love casts out fear. That word, perfect. Okay, I know you know this. 90% of you know this. But you might not know the part that's coming after it, which is really, which is the difference maker. Because, you know, I love to think about how it says perfect love for a reason. It doesn't just say love casts out fear. There's a reason. And God is always about the quest of us discovering these amazing treasures that are in the word for ourselves. Because I could tell you, but when you find out for yourself, it means so much more. And it marks you. Amen? So perfect, that word in the Greek, teleos, T-E-L-E-I-O-S. I'm sure you already knew it meant mature, developed, complete in all its parts. We've all heard that before. 
Perfect means mature. Mature love casts out fear. But this part here, really, this is why we have to meditate on the word. Because more times than not, at first glance, we don't get it. Because God wants us to pursue him. He wants us to show up and to keep showing up and to go after him and to go after truth. And more times than not, we don't get it the first time. So, this word means, okay, perfect love means, yes, mature from going through the necessary stages to reach the end goal. So when I thought about that, I realized what that meant. Love is perfected when you allow the love that is in you, the love that has been shed abroad in our hearts by Holy Ghost, when you allow the love that is in you to complete its mission. That is perfected love. God has a plan for the love that is in your heart. God has a mission. God has an adventure. There are people there are cities, there are nations that are linked to the love that God has placed on the inside of each and every one of us. That's why it doesn't say love casts out fear. Because it's not just about us having the love of God. It's allowing through the leading of Holy Spirit the love that's in us to go and accomplish that for which it was first put in us in the first place. Perfected love, perfect love casts out fear. There is a, I like to think of that. Lord, you know, when I wake up in the morning, What's my love assignment for today? I believe that the love that you have placed on the inside of me, yeah, I'm blessed by it. But there's a purpose. There is someone today, catch this, there is someone today, if we could start every day like this, with the expectation, every day would be so significant. There is someone today who is waiting for the love that you placed on the inside of me. Someone today is the end result, is the completion or the perfection of the love that you have placed on the inside of me. There is someone that is waiting for me to complete 
the process. It's a process. And we are responsible for the process. God gives us the love. But then it's up to us. Amen? Okay. So what's a process? 1 John 4, 12. If we love one another, God abides in us. Check it out. And his love is perfected in us. So he tells us. Sometimes we have to do that. We got to go on a little study. And we got to be like, oh, there's that word again. When we love, his love in us is perfected. So the love that he has placed on the inside of us is perfected love when we allow it to go on this adventure or this mission that God assigns it to, amen? That he has pre-assigned it to, but it has a purpose in each and every one of us, amen? The love of God is in us is for assignments. It's our responsibility to love. Then our assignment is completed. And then we go again. And so on, and so on, and so on. And that is the process of perfecting love. And when we focus on our part, you know you wake up one day, and then you, you know, you experience a story like, I heard Kenneth Copeland tell this story about David Wilkerson. Now, come on, who doesn't want this? Some of you probably heard this story. So he, this, so David Wilkerson is, you know, ministering, trying to minister to this gang leader about how much God loves him. And the gang leader is trying to cut him with a knife. He's going, right, this way and that. And David Wilkerson, okay, like this is a real knife. It's not a spiritual knife. This is a physical, natural knife. Gang leader, knife. He's on a different kind of mission. Okay? And David Wilkerson does not run, does not flee, does not shy away, is not in fear. Because that is the only way you could remain there. Because the love inside of him is to that point of perfection where there is no fear. Because fear cannot stay where perfect love is. Because perfect love casts out fear. And no matter how much he tried, right this close to him, but could never manage to get to him, he never touched him. And David Wilkerson never ran away. That is amazing. That's the kind of life I want to live. That is fun to me. That's an adventure. That's the kind of life I want to live. Like, that's the kind of life I want to live. I want to live a powerful, adventurous with God kind of life. Like, I'm talking, I love that kind of stuff. To be in that place of complete confidence and boldness. All he did was stand. 
That's all he did. All he did in that moment, not talking about all he did leading up to that moment, all he did in that moment was stand trusting that the love in him that he perfected over the years through obeying the Lord and distributing the love where the love was supposed to be distributed allowed him to stand in that place in that moment strong and confident and bold knowing that God is faithful isn't that amazing You know what? Praise the Lord. Because I read that in the devotional, and they didn't give me the end of the story, Nister. But he did. There you go. Praise the Lord. Okay. See? It's a good night for me, too. Yeah. Okay. Praise the Lord. Now, okay, so... We know that this love in us has an assignment, okay? But I think, okay, as someone was alluding to before, if we look at Matthew 5, to 48, but I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So we're not just talking about, yes, we continue to walk in love, right, for, with those who love us. But look what the Bible says, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? So there is a reward in heaven that goes without saying, if we, when we love those who do not love us, when we love those who persecute us, when we love those who are ugly to us in any way, shape, or form, they talk bad about us. They talk behind our back. All the kind of nasties. There is a reward in heaven. Remember, we talked about stewardship. There is a reward in heaven when we love those who do not love us. Because even unsaved people love people who love them. But it's only with the agape love of God that we get when we're born again, that we can love our enemies. You can't love that way with human love. You have to have the love of God on the inside of you, but there is a reward in heaven when we do that. Amen? Okay. You therefore must be perfect. It goes on to say, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Amen? So loving those. So, you know, we all have experiences like that. At the workplace. You know, sometimes, ah, we don't have to raise our hands, but have you, ever, have you ever had that where somebody doesn't like you and you don't even know why? Like, I don't know why that person doesn't like me. It's so obvious that person doesn't like me, but I, di I don't think I did anything. And yet God is saying, it doesn't matter. What they do, you are not responsible for what they do. We are not responsible for what they do. My job is to love. My job is to love. And I will only be held accountable for what my job is. 
and my job is to love regardless of what they do or how they treat me? Is that real? Yes. Stephen was stoned and he prayed for them. Jesus on the cross, same thing. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Jesus is our example. I don't think anybody has it that bad. So somebody is talking about you. No, it's not right. But it's not an excuse for us to not walk in love. There is no reason, no reason good enough for us to not walk in love, for us to lose our step in our love walk. We are to love those no matter what, no matter how hard it is. I have some love projects. Let's be real. We probably all do if we're real. There are some people that don't love us, that are nasty to us, whatever the situation is, they're difficult, but we're called to love them anyways. And it's not easy, but it's a command. And we will be rewarded for it. We will be rewarded for it here and in heaven. Because we are going to be able to live a life, what? That is free from fear. I want that. That is, that's for me. Fear is junk. Fear is not, I don't want any part of that in my life. Because where there is fear, guess what there is not? Faith. Fear tolerated is faith contaminated. But we don't want to, we don't have to focus on that end. Because we know that that's going to be the natural progression. Our job is to focus on loving, perfect love. The love is in me. Lord, I thank you for the love that's in me. It's, it blesses me. We're a conduit. We're a conduit. Bill Johnson says we're a river, not a lake. So it's not supposed to stay in us just for us. It's supposed to flow out of us and go on its assignment. Amen? Okay, praise the Lord. Yeah. So how do we live worry-free? Well, worry is from the fear family. But the, one of the things that I say about worry is the people who are good worriers are really good meditators. Right? Yeah. They're really good. See, we all do this meditation thing anyways. We've talked about this many, many times. We do it all anyways. But worry comes when we are meditating or thinking or focusing on something we should not be thinking about or focusing on. We're to focus on, what's our job? Focus on love. 
Focus on truth. That is all that we, that worry, if somebody is worrying, this is what your question should be. What were you just thinking about? Not why are you worrying? That's a, that's a way to ask the right question. What were you just thinking about? Because it's a direct result of bad meditation. Well, good meditation on bad things. Right? Like when God asks you to do something, he gives you your marching orders. He gives you your love orders for the day, your assignment of love for the day, and you start to question it, or you start to think about all the reasons why that's not a good idea. You start to think of all the ways where it could go wrong. You start to think about all the ways where if you pour out, you could be left dry. So that's really good meditation, but on the wrong things. Where our meditation in that moment, remember, meditation leads to expectation. Meditation leads to expectation. So, Lord, okay, you want me to, you want me, this is my love assignment today. You want me to love this person. You want me to do this thing. This is my quest for today. Great. Now, my job is to start imagining. Look at I'm already smiling. Because this is effective. Start imagining all the ways it could go right. <laughs> all the ways they're going to receive me. All the ways they're going to accept my love. All the ways that I will even be blessed because you can't help but be blessed in the process. As we're carriers of love, blessed to be a blessing. We get blessed in this process. Amen? Isaiah 26, we heard it. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you and on what you say, Lord. Our focus, that's how we live a worry-free life. We watch what we're thinking about. Watch what we're meditating on. Shield of faith, sword of the spirit. These are tools to help you along the way, okay, to perfecting the love that's in us. Shield of faith, believe the love. The Bible says believe the love. The Bible says believe God, and it says believe the love. Believe the love. We have to believe. If I don't believe I have it, I can't give it. Because we know from that Dr. Caroline Leaf continuum that we only step out into based on belief. So when I believe I have this love, it's going to be a lot easier for me to just get in line with what God is telling me. Yeah, Lord, I got it in me to give. And so I need to believe the love. Faith comes by hearing. That's how we believe. Okay. And so you just got to talk it up with the Lord. Out loud so you can hear you. Okay. Sword of the Spirit. We got to speak the love. 
We got to be talking. Talk, 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 talk. Lord, I thank you, Lord. I got your love in me. I'm filled to overflowing. I thank you there's a river of love on the inside of me, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you have someone you want me to love today, and I'm excited. I love to love. And you have to talk it up. Find your love scriptures. And start talking the way God talks. Amen? And build your belief and build your excitement and build your expectation. The last thing is meditation, which we talked about a little bit, is looking to Jesus, Hebrews 12, 2, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Look to Jesus. Don't think about the other side of that equation. It will come. Focus on the love. Focus on the love. Focus on Jesus. Focus on the love that we all have. If you're born again, you have the agape love of God on the inside of you. That will allow you to love even your enemies. We have it. Focus on Jesus. Focus, focus on him. Thank you, Jesus. Our eyes are fixed on you. You say love? That's what I'm going to do, God. I love to love. I love to go on this adventure with you, Lord. I'm excited for today, God. I'm excited. I got my antennae up, and I am looking, I am watching, I am waiting to see who it is that you are going to call me to, who it is that you're going to lead me to, Lord, what it is that you're going to have me to say and do, Lord. Build this expectation as you just focus on him and the love that he has given to you that's already in you. It's already there. That's the best part. It's already there. We just have to believe it. Receive it. Believe it. And then walk it out. So we thank you, Lord. You know, it really is as simple as that. We thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Holy Spirit. Here, you know, here's what I pray. Here's what I pray. Lord, that you would continue to minister to every person in this room as they go on their way, that this would resonate, Lord. Let it resonate, Lord. Let it resonate in each and every heart, Lord. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are such a great reminder and that you do that. You do that, Holy Spirit. That as we go and as we carry on, as we carry on, as we carry on with our lives, 
Holy Spirit, I thank you that you remind us. I thank you for every leading to love. And I thank you that you are so good about talking this up with us. You know, we can be real with you. I thank you. You can be real. Sometimes it's hard. But I thank you that you allow us to talk it up with you. And you encourage us. And you remind us. And you love on us in those moments. <laughs> as we allow you to. As we focus on you. Ah, there it is, the strength. There it is, the boldness. There it is, the courage. There it is to step out and go and love. In Jesus' name, amen.